When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell for your Thursday morning. It is the 13th of April, 2023. We are broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Daniel Petru in the chair for the next hour. 1300 01 1170, our open line number. You can send a text through anytime 0457 736 736. That's all before breakfast with Jimmy Smith and Brandy. Uh, Jimmy filling in for Vossi this week. Vossi will be back on Monday uh, through SEN 1170 AM. And for our listeners uh, through our Queensland stations, Patton Hills, big show. Do a bit more about that a little later on coming up after 6 a.m. But looking forward to our show today. Quite a busy one as well uh, for you between now and 6 a.m. We are going to uh, have a chat with Chris Perkins in about 15 minutes uh, from America. Get the latest from America. Uh, cricket is a bit quiet at the moment, but there's still a lot going on. We're not too far away. A couple of months down, two or three months away from the Ashes, the World Test Championships. So Andrew Mensel from the Cricket Unfiltered podcast will jump on the line, uh, tell us about all the latest cricket headlines that we may have missed uh, since we last spoke to him a few weeks ago, plus all the rugby league and other sport headlines happening as well. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 open line number, or you can text 0457 736 736. It is two past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. All right, just before we get to some of the news of the day, a couple of things I want to get your opinions on. Thoughts on 1300 01 1170 0457 736 736. We spoke to John Gallo, our football expert, yesterday morning, and Jimmy and James were updating it throughout the morning. Uh, the Matildas, fantastic win over England. 2-0. Uh, we're 98 days down away from the start of the Women's World Cup. Um, and it broke England's 30-game unbeaten streak, which is quite impressive from England. So I want to get your memorable sporting victories this morning on 0457 736 736 or open line 1300 01 1170. Now, it doesn't have to be an upset. Um, it doesn't have to be a grand final. It can be. It could be because players were out. Maybe they're injury ravaged. Maybe it was a Surprise victory, but your memorable sporting victories on 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. Is there a win or two? And it might be your team, might be someone else, might be an individual athlete that stands out. Maybe it was courageous. Maybe they were playing injured. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Your memorable sporting victories on this Thursday morning on the back of the Matildas. 2-0 win over England and that momentum after that win. Uh, of course, the World Cup Australia's first game against Ireland on the 20th of July. That will gain even more momentum after that victory last no, yesterday morning, uh, our time over in London. So your memorable sporting victories for any 
kind of reasons. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01-1170. And that first game against Ireland on July 20 will be at a court stadium, uh, which will be very, very interesting. Um, and also another round of the NRL starting tonight between the Dolphins and South Sydney. So I want to know, what are we going to be talking about tomorrow morning? I'm going to come on air at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. Are we going to be talking about another, I hate to use the word surprise because they've been so good, uh, but it would probably be a bit of a surprise, even though it is up at Suncorp Stadium for the Dolphins to beat South Sydney. They do get a couple of players back, the Dolphins. So is the headline going to be about the Dolphins winning yet another game? Or do South continue their form of Good Friday against the Bulldogs where they put 50 on the Bulldogs? What are we going to be talking about tomorrow morning? Your headline for tomorrow morning, but who is going to win tonight, basically? Is it the Dolphins or is it South Sydney? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I'll give you my tip a little later on in the show. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game, isn't it? Of course, Wayne Bennett up against one of his former old clubs. Um, and South Sydney up in Queensland, the Dolphins, they were so impressive against the Cowboys uh, last Friday night. South Sydney, we know what they did as well on Friday against the Bulldogs. More bad news coming out of the Bulldogs as well yesterday, which we'll uh, fill you in on in just a second. But who's going to win tonight, Souths or the Dolphins? Does the fairy tale continue, or do South Sydney get back-to-back wins? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And I tell you what, uh, for the person um, that gets the closest to the prediction today, you'll win a Makita prize back. So 1300 01 1170. We'll keep all the texts. Uh, 0457 736 736, and I'll note it down. Uh, who is going to win today? Give me a margin as well. Dolphins or Souths tonight in the opening uh, game of this round of the NRL. All right, just some of the news of the day now at six minutes past five o'clock. Um, St. George Illawarra have been on the back page uh, most of this week um, talking about who they're going to get, and the Dragons board is going to meet soon. And we've heard Jason Riles' name mentioned, Ben Hornby, Dean Young, Des Hasler. One name that we haven't really floated in terms of the St. George Illawarra Dragons top job, but uh, has been muted as the next Melbourne Storm coach is the current Queensland coach, Billy Slater. So St. George Illawarra inquired about the availability of Billy Slater as their potential next coach uh, before the Dragons were told the Maroons' mentor was not interested in the role. And that development comes on the same day. And I don't know if you caught these comments from Ben Hunt last night on the various news services, but very interesting, saying that he would reassess his future at the club should they move on from coach Anthony Griffin. So uh, Ben Hunt said yesterday, Griffin has been here for a couple of years now and we are building in a direction I believe is the right direction. Uh, I believe if you take away your coach and bring a new coach in, it's going to start that cycle again. And to be honest, I don't have the time to start it all again. I'm getting to the back end and I'm not really keen on starting fresh. Now, he was pressed on whether Griffin's possible exit would prompt him to look at his own ties with the Dragons. And he said, you would definitely have to think about it and reassess, maybe. Um, so just on that, if Griffin goes, Ben Hunt might, we'll have to wait and see might look at his own future. Now, he's been so good for the Dragons over the past few years. He's been impressive again this year. But do you keep Anthony... And who knows? But do you keep Anthony Griffin 
to keep Ben Hunt. Or if you're a Dragons fan, um, and you don't have to be just a Dragons fan, you can be an NRL fan as well, just a general rugby league fan, would you keep Anthony Griffin to keep Ben Hunt? So basically, if Griffin leaves, Hunt leaves. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Is it worth it for the Dragons to keep Anthony Griffin to keep Ben Hunt happy? 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Is it worth keeping Anthony Griffin to keep Ben Hunt happy? Or would you be willing, as good of a player as he is, to lose Ben Hunt to get a different coach in, to get some fresh blood in? Who knows? It may be all talk uh, if Griffin isn't the coach in 2024 and, look, Ben Hunt may well be there. But it is an interesting one. 0457 736 736 or one 300 If you're a rugby league fan, if you're a Dragons fan, do you risk losing Ben Hunt to get rid of Anthony Griffin? Uh, he, they did get in contact with Billy Slater's camp, uh, but Slater's camp told uh, was said that the Melbourne Storm legend was not willing to entertain the role as he focuses on retaining the Queensland Origin Shield. We also know that Billy Slater is one of the front runners to replace Craig Bellamy at the Storm if he wishes to pursue a head coaching position. Uh, so far, he has been hesitant to do so as he balances the origin role with his media commitments on Channel 9. Uh, Dragons officials have long courted Craig Bellamy too, having made several previous attempts to entice him to the club. Slater's name being floated is of little surprise as we wait and see who the Dragons do end up with for next year and beyond. It is an um, interesting one when it comes to the Dragons um, because you think about it, and this is now just proving to be a complete distraction. Now, they haven't been at their best this year, but they haven't been that bad either. Um, apart from 10, 15 minutes against a very good Broncos side, and look, the Sharks game was pretty poor. They've been there or thereabouts in most of their games. Um, I think this proves, until this gets sorted, and if this does not get sorted until the end of the year, it just proves to be a distraction that's going to keep on going. And I was asked, um, I was on the overnight crowd with uh, Matt Donald uh, overnight, and he asked me what would be a pass mark to keep Anthony Griffin in his job. Now, may I said maybe top eight, potentially not even that. But by the time this decision is made, if it's made any time soon, it might be too late for the Dragons this year. Look, I don't have them in my top eight anyway. But it has to be proving a distraction. And the fact that on the news last night, or one of the news services last night, I think it was Channel 9, um, ben Hunt was obviously asked for his comments. Moses Mbai was asked for his comments. Blake Laurie was asked for his comments. So it clearly is now a distraction for the Dragons. Whether they want it to be or not, it has to be. 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line on 1300 01 1170. Would you risk losing Ben Hunt to get a new coach in? Is it worth it? Is it worth the gamble for the Dragons? 0457 736 736, our text number, or you can call the open line on 1300 01 1170 just before a break as well. Our former Raiders halfback George Williams has not back an opportunity to return to the NRL with the English star set to ink a long-term deal to remain at Warrington. Now, Williams was on the hit list over a number of clubs, including the Tigers and the Bulldogs, 
uh, who were most likely to pursue the 28-year-old. He had sounded out the potential of an NRL return in 2024 and clubs were lining up to have a crack at Williams. The Tigers were expected to be the most likely to chase Williams as they looked to solve their halves dilemma. However, it doesn't look like it'll be happening now with Williams set to play out his career in England. This deal could actually make him the highest paid Super League player. Uh, so well done to George Williams, 28 years old, securing his future over at Warrington. But I'm sure the Tigers and a couple of other clubs would be a bit disappointed. And I suppose uh, that probably brings the limelight, uh, spotlight back on to Luke Brooks and what happens in his future. And bad news for the Bulldogs, uh, which you would have caught up with yesterday afternoon. Um, really, really bad news, actually. Villamale kick out, um, out with a torn pec, sustained at a training. will miss the next eight to ten games. So it's not the season. But it is a fair chunk of the season. Uh, If you're looking at returning, if it's eight weeks, that's what, round 15, round 16, probably a bit longer. Um, Ten weeks, you're looking at round 17, round 18. It's right towards the back end of the season. And you would probably think we would know then, and who knows, you'd probably think we would know then where the Bulldogs are in season 2023 by then. Uh, Really devastating blow. He was due to return from that concussion this weekend against the Parramatta Reels. So, yeah, really disappointing um, for the Bulldogs. And you have to think, um, and they've had a lot of injuries. They've been very unlucky with injuries, the Bulldogs, over uh, the opening month or so of the season. Um, And they've looked pretty good in some of their matches. But that injury, then the 50-point loss to South Sydney last weekend, you just wonder where the confidence levels are with the Bulldogs this year. And do you now write the Bulldogs off? Did you have them in your eight? And if you did... Have you changed your mind now that Kikau is going to be out for an extended period of time? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. So that's just some of the stuff on our agenda on this Thursday morning. On the back of the Matildas victory 2 0 over England yesterday morning in London, our time. The great sporting victories, the memorable sporting victories for any number of reasons. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Another round of the the NRL underway tonight between South Sydney and the Dolphins up on uh, up in Suncorp Stadium. Who's going to win? What are we going to be talking about tomorrow morning? Are we going to be talking about a Dolphins victory again, or does South Sydney continue their form against the um, that they showed against the Bulldogs? Closest, and I want a winner, and I want a scoreline, and the closest two. Um, You'll get a Makita prize pack. I'm going to take a screenshot of all your texts that have come through. Closest to a winner, Makita prize pack, uh, which we'll announce tomorrow morning. So your prediction for tonight, who's going to win and by how many points? What's the scoreline going to be? And Ben Hunt, he says that if the Dragons are to get rid of Anthony Griffin and get a new coach, he may well reassess his future as well. Would you take Ben Hunt at your club? I mean, I think most clubs in the NRL would. Would you have Ben Hunt playing for your club in 2024, 2025? And is it worth the Dragons getting rid of Anthony Griffin to potentially lose Ben Hunt? Would you like to see him at your club? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 to your text shortly after the break. Also, Chris Perkins in America. It is quarter past five. This is Tradies News. Yeah, 19 and a half past five. Cross to Chris Perkins in just a second. Andrew Mensal to talk cricket a little later on as well. Uh, just on the Matildas, 2 0 victory over England yesterday morning. 2 uh, 0. Sam Kerr 
very happy with uh, the win. Charlotte Grand also with uh, goal as well in the second half. Um, can Australia, can the Matildas win the whole thing? It's going to be played in Australia and New Zealand. The final going to be at Core Stadium out at Homebush. They're going to have a lot of, well, they're going to have all the support, basically, Australia. And the way they played yesterday, I only saw bits and pieces about it, or of it. But the way they played yesterday to beat England, as I said, they'd not won, uh, sorry, England had not lost a game in 30 games. Could Australia go on and win the World Cup? What a story it would be. It, it would be automatically the story of the year, sporting story of the year, if Australia could go on and win the Women's World Cup on home soil when it gets underway in a couple of months' time, three months' time. You excited for it? I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be a really good uh, tournament. But we're talking about great, memorable wins uh, on the back of the Matildas' victory yesterday. It's been some of the more memorable sporting victories uh, in your time watching sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Also asking you your prediction for tonight. South Sydney or the Dolphins? Uh, for the person closest uh, with the tip and also the margin or the scoreline, uh, you can give me either. Uh, you'll win a Makita prize pack. I'll announce that tomorrow morning. Who's going to win? It's a really hard game to tip. I'll give my tip a little later on. Uh, this one, uh, just a couple here. Um, Yeovil Treatment says, hi, Dan. Dolphins by six for me. So he's on the Dolphins bus. But Carmelo thinks the Dolphins will lose and Souths will win 30 points to 12. Uh, so that's an interesting scoreline as well. Uh, a few more coming through as well. I'll get to them shortly. And also, if you're the Dragons, and Ben Hunt came out yesterday and said he has to, if they get rid of Anthony Griffin, which look, looks likely, Billy Slater has said no to the Dragons' top job. But there are others around that looks like they're going to be taking the head coaching role. He says, Ben Hunt says, he may have to reassess his own future. Is it worth losing Ben Hunt to get rid of Anthony Griffin or do you keep Griffin just to keep Hunt? I don't think you can. I think you have to get rid of Griffin if that's what you're going to do. Um, and would you then, uh, doesn't matter who you support, would you take Ben Hunt? I know he's getting a bit older now, but would you take him at your club? I think a lot of clubs, what about like the Tigers or a Bulldog, someone, would you take Ben Hunt at your club for the next couple of years. 045 at the right price. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 70. Or would you say no? No to Ben Hunt. It is 22 and a half past five. Time to do this. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And on the line for the third time this week, uh, we're paying him overtime. Chris Perkins, good morning to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time and a half, you know, zero times one and a half. Well, that's still zero. But anyway, uh, good to be on again for a third time this week. And I uh, I, I like your question about the, the Australian uh, women's uh, team. Mm. Uh, the defending world champions would like a word, though. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to pour any cold, too much cold water on you. But you still have Team USA to deal with, who, by the way, beat Ireland last night uh, in St. Louis uh, 1-0. It will be interesting, though. Uh, you are right, the USA. Look, there's a lot of good teams around. But I think that the momentum um, and the popularity, we were um, now 98 days away from it, uh, when it was 100 days to go a couple of days ago. Uh, the uh, Allianz Stadium here in Sydney, one of the stadiums over in New Zealand, I think it might have been Eden Park, uh, having a sort of official launch parties. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. Le really looking forward to it. Um, and hopefully Australia I, does do I, well. 
Yeah, I, I think it'd be a missed opportunity, though. Could, could you imagine if Australia if Australia made the final, and the final was at the MCG, where it seats a hundred thousand? Yeah, well, a cool stadium. So a, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I understand that we were sort of having well, the guys on breakfast were having that chat yesterday. Um, eighty, you still get can get eighty eighty five thousand at a cool stadium in Sydney. So. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not sure what the. Like, I actually thought, to be honest, when the conversation, I wasn't sure where the final is. I thought that the MCG would probably be the choice because it seems to be the choice of a lot of other big sporting events that we have here in Australia, and rightly so. It's a great ground, but a course stadium can hold eighty, eighty-five thousand people. Um, I think either place would have been a good place to have it, really. Yeah, and you, you'll fill it up. If Australia makes the final, you'll fill it up. You'll get the eighty eighty five thousand, 85,000, uh, which is actually close to the Women's World Cup record mm. uh, for largest crowd. That That's 90,000 at the Rose Bowl in, in Pasadena, California, back in 99, when the U.S. beat China in, in a shootout. Well, I'm uh, pretty... A famous uh, World Cup victory for the U.S. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the first game Australia playing Ireland, that is at a core stadium, was it meant to be at Allianz Stadium, which for Chris, you probably wouldn't know, but holds about... 42, 43,000 people. The new Allianz Stadium, a core stadium, as I say, holds over 80 um, or, or just on 80. Um, that is, I'm pretty sure that is sold out as well um, against Ireland, that game will good. be. So that'll be... Good, good, good. Yeah, that'll be very, very good. Uh, all right, uh, and... Chris, uh, whenever you come to Australia, I'll pay you with a drink. Uh, of course, do drink responsibly. Now, uh, the NBA play-in games, what's going on there? Yeah, the first, uh, the the seven, eight games are what I call the qualifying finals. They happened last night in the NBA. Uh, Western Conference, L.A. Lakers, they locked down the seventh seed uh, by beating Minnesota in overtime, 108-102. Really a, really a weird game. Um Lakers were down seven at three quarter time, and the fourth quarter was just a, it was an arm wrestle. Uh, Lakers came back, got the lead, they had a three point lead in the dying seconds. And then, for whatever reason, Anthony Davis decided to foul uh, Mike Conley on a three point attempt with one tenth of a second left. Conley missed the shot. He missed the three-point shot, but he went to the line for three free throws when Minnesota was down three, and Conley nailed them all, forced overtime. The Lakers, though, they they recovered, wound up winning the game by six last night. So the Lakers move on. Uh, They get the Memphis Grizzlies in round one of the playoffs, which start this weekend. Minnesota falls now. They have a must-win game coming up on Friday against the winner of tonight's Oklahoma City-New Orleans game, which will be down in New Orleans. So, uh, you know, the, the Timberwolves, they got one more shot to get into the playoffs. If they win, whoever wins that game Friday night gets the Denver Nuggets in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, the Eastern Conference, Atlanta went down to Miami. Uh, it was, you know, Atlanta is the number eight seed right in, in the Eastern Conference. Go down to Miami, win that one. They they win the uh, Eastern Conference uh, play-in game, 116-105 over, over Miami. Trey Young had 25 points on 8 of 18 shooting. Kyle Lowry, 33 for Miami in the loss. But uh, uh, an impressive road victory for for Atlanta, now they move on into into the playoffs. They get uh, – I, I knew I needed to look this up, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, 
uh, they they move on. They will take on the the number two seed mm. in, in the uh, Eastern Conference. I'm pulling that up right now as we speak. Uh, they'll take on Boston in, in round one of the playoffs uh, that start this weekend. Uh, my uh, Miami now falls down to play the winner of the Toronto-Chicago game, which goes on tonight. That game will be Friday night in Miami. All right, sounds good. Major League Baseball, one team remains unbeaten. Oh, my goodness. The Tampa Bay Rays, they, they are streaking. Mm. No, no, no. They're not running around naked. Don't worry. <laughs> they're, they're not doing that. They're on a massive winning streak. Mm. How, about, how about they've played 11 games this year? They have 11 wins. They they could still be they're still the only team in baseball who can talk about going 162 and 0, <laughs> well, and that is impressive. That'd be they, a good they're, record. They're the first team, yeah, it would be that'd be that'd be incredible if they pulled that off. It won't happen though. Uh, but they're the first team in 20 years to win their first 11 games. Uh, actually, more than 20 years. I think more than 30 years uh, mm. is the last time they were. They were the first team in 20 years just to win their first 10 games of a season. Now there are 11. The major league record for wins to start a season: 13, 13 straight wins by the 87 Milwaukee Brewers and the uh, or and the 82 Atlanta Braves. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Rays beat uh, Boston 7-2 last night. They play Boston again tonight uh, down in Tampa. Try to run that record to twelve in a row. So uh, the the Rays have just been incredibly impressive, uh, averaging uh, almost eight runs a game. They're giving up about two runs a game. So they're not only winning their games, they're blowing teams out to start the season. All right, and the NHL, a team is making history. And is it true that the NHL is coming to Australia? Yes. September 23rd and 24th, okay. uh, the LA Kings and the Arizona Coyotes, they're going to they're gonna make the long journey down to Melbourne to play two exhibition games at Rod Laver Arena, yeah. uh, which a uh, rather interesting time to be adding events to the Melbourne calendar, considering that's right during the AFL finals. Mm. And Melbourne's going to be focused, focusing everything on the on the AFL and Chris. Exactly. You know people in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You, you know, you know people in Melbourne. They'll go and watch a game of tiddlywinks. They'll go. They'll go and watch it. Don't worry. Uh, well, I, I don't doubt. I, the NHL certainly banking on this, mm. bringing down two uh, two ex, and they're bringing down exhibition games. So these are preseason games mm. uh, for the Kings and the Coyotes. But they're going to you know put a rink in the Rod Laver Arena. Uh, probably looking about fourteen, fifteen thousand 15,000 uh, crowds for both of those games. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see if the first, it'll be the first NHL games ever played in the Southern Hemisphere. It is never made a trip like this. They made, they've made trips to Europe, but never have gone south like this. You are right. It's an interesting time to bring it to Australia, though, because obviously being played in Melbourne, height of the AFL finals, um, but of course we'll be in the NRL finals as well. It's a, it's a weird time when it is all basically NRL finals, AFL finals, finals uh, footy. We may just have lost Chris actually on the phone. On the phone, We'll get him back in a minute. But it is, yeah, weird time. NHL um, in, um, uh, in Melbourne. 
23rd, 24th. Interesting time to have it. 0457 736 736, our text number, or you can call the open line on 1300 01 1170. Andrew Mental is going to talk cricket very shortly as well with me. Looking forward to having a chat uh, with him. It is 29 minutes to 6 o'clock. Uh, apologies, just losing the phone line uh, to Chris just for a second there. We'll try and get him back shortly. What we might do is we might take a break, try and get that phone line restored. Andrew Mensel will talk cricket as well shortly. It is coming up to 28 minutes to 6. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. And we are going to talk cricket with Andrew Mensel in just a few minutes, but I thought it would be rude not to say proper goodbye to Chris. We sort of interrupted him there uh, mid-conversation. I was just saying, Chris, uh, yeah, 23rd, 24th, I think you said, going to be interesting to see how many people they get there when the whole of Australia, whatever football code they do, supporters really invested in the final series. That that will be interesting. Interesting time of the year anyway. Yeah, well, well I certainly hope the, the crowds there, the, the, the paying public or the public down there, that, that they'll give this a shot. Because, again, it's the first time the NHL is going to be in Australia, first time uh, they're going to expose themselves to a market in person. I, and i got to tell you, you, you may not know anything about hockey, but when you watch it, when you watch ice hockey up close, get it, give it a chance. The speed, the physicality, the skill of these players, it, it'll blow you away. It's really going to be interesting, the logistical part of it, because Rod Laver Arena, it mm. doesn't have an ice rink built into it. They, the NHL is actually shipping all their stuff down that they use for the outdoor games uh, down to Australia to build an ice rink in the arena. Uh, so th- this is going to be a logistical challenge for the for the NHL to to deal with, but w- they've got plenty of experience, and they're going to put on a show for Australia. It's going to be it'll be a couple of good games. Uh, the Kings, they're one of the best teams in the Western Conference. You know, the Coyotes are trying to build themselves up into something, uh, but you're you're certainly going to be entertained and and amazed by by the speed and the skill of these players. Yeah, I know a few people that have been to the hockey. Early ice hockey over uh, in America, and they love it. Chris, great stuff. Uh, as I said, paid overtime this week. We'll catch up on Monday. I'm sure it'll be another big weekend of sport over in America, and we will chat next week. Yes. Sounds good. Have a good weekend. Thanks, mate. You too. Chris Perkins in America talking all things uh Everything American sport, a bit of Australian sport as well. He's a good man. Chris will have a chat with him again on Monday. Going to have a chat with Andrew Mensel talking cricket in just a second. Uh, by the way, at the moment, we've got some Champions League on. Real Madrid is up against Chelsea. 36 minutes gone there. It's Real Madrid 1 leading Chelsea nil in the other game. Uh, Milan versus Napoli. It's nil all uh, there. Of course, we had some games yesterday as well with Man City. Uh, big winners over Bayern. 3 uh, nil and Inter 2 nil over Benfica. And so we'll might talk a bit about that with John tomorrow morning. And, of course, uh, EPL continues this weekend as well. We'll have a preview with that uh, of that with John Gallo tomorrow morning. A uh, couple of quick texts before we speak to Menas. 0457 736 736. Open line to have you say is 1300 01 1170. Asking you on the back of the Matildas 2-0 win over England, uh, the momentum. They're going to build uh, how excited you are for this World Cup and also some memorable sporting victories. Your prediction for tonight, and that's what the majority of ticks are about, your prediction for tonight, who is going to win uh, and by how many points. The closest will win a Makita prize pack. So I've saved all your texts and we'll look at it tomorrow morning. Who is closest uh, to the scoreline? Who is going to win, the Dolphins or South Sydney? For the record, I have tipped South Sydney 
but I wouldn't be at all surprised to see the Dolphins win. Uh, no one really expected them to beat the Cowboys last weekend. They were very good at Suncorp Stadium. We know they're hard to beat. I lean towards Souths, but just, it's a very 50-50 match, isn't it? And Ben Hunt, he says he might have to think about his future if the Dragons get rid of coach Anthony Griffin. Would you have Ben Hunt at your team for the right price? Yes or no? And also, if you're the Dragons, is it worth losing Ben Hunt to lose Anthony Griffin? Or do you keep Griffin there just to keep Hunt happy? It's a really hard one. Uh, This one from the Kingswood Welder. Uh, Hello, Sir Nutshell. Put me down for a Redcliffe victory by eight points. Thank you. Uh, So he believes the Dolphins will win. He also sent another text in. I appreciate that uh, text, uh, Kingswood Welder, but I did pre-read it and I'm not going to fall for that, but thank you. And Carmelo about Ben Hunt says, Ben Hunt to the Tigers, 2024-2025. They could do a lot worse than getting Ben Hunt to their team. Tigers fans, would you like to see Ben Hunt running around for the Tigers in the next couple of years? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now on Tradies News, let's get the latest in cricket. All right, now on Tradies Thursday morning, time to talk a bit of cricket. It's a bit quiet at the moment. Of course, the football coach dominating things, but we're not too far away from cricket heating up again with the World Test Championship and the Ashes. So the best man to talk about cricket is Andrew Mensel. Menes from the Unfiltered uh, Cricket Unfiltered Podcast, who's on the line now. Morning to you, Menes. Good morning, Dan. Cricket never stops. It's uh, always something going on. So although footy's... Uh, kicked off locally, there's a lot of cricket news. Yes, a lot of cricket news in the lead-up to a very big middle part of the year in cricket. Uh, since we last spoke a few weeks ago, a couple of announcements and things have been sorted. What's happened, Andrew? Oh, well, some, some quite significant announcements. Mm. The first one was the MOU, which is the Memorandum, Memorandum of Understanding between the Players and Cricket Australia about how the finances are divided up. And, uh, you know, what's pleasing is that it seemed to have been um, negotiated in a nice way and there was no significant media fallout, mm. whereas in 2017 mm. these negotiations got very heated and at one stage the players actually came off contract and there was significant um, fractures in the c- cricket community after that negotiation. So That's it's familiar. been done. Yeah, and the results now are pretty good. So, you know, women's cricketers, both um, domestic players and WBBL players, get a significant rise in their pay packet, as do the international female players. So that's fantastic. They're now the highest-paid female players in any team sport in Australia. So um, huge milestones being achieved there. And also, I guess, um, interesting to note, more money for the WBBL players is really important because of the growth in women's T20 competitions around the world that there's actually competition for players' times, both local players and international players. So it's really good they've increased the salary cap and the wages. So um, I think if a women's cricketer, a domestic player, can earn you know $150,000 a year playing domestic cricket, which is really great stuff. Um, and then looking at the men's side of things, I guess the key talking point is the fact that the big bash salary cap has been increased quite a lot from two million to three million. So a big jump there. Mm. And that is to try and keep pace 
with the wages around the world in these competing rival T20 leagues. And, Dan, you probably remember last summer we saw the UAE League and the South African T20 League played at the same time as the big batch. Well, Australia now is competing with those that you can offer more money to both local and overseas players. So, you know, big strides there, Dan. Um, they're quite um, important announcements. And um, as we see the international T20 landscape move really quickly, Australia had to keep pace. Um, so that's good. Um, I guess the other big announcement as well was that the contract list was announced for both male and female cricketers. And in the female side of things, the big one is Phoebe Litchfield was given a contract, as was Kim Garth, the former Irish international. Mm. And then on the men's side, um, Marcus Harris, the opening bat, who, who seemed to fall out of favour. He wasn't even on the tour of uh, India. He's got a contract ahead of Peter Hanscom or Matt Renshaw. So... You know, looking ahead to the Ashes, that's a really um, a key uh, indicator of how the selectors are thinking that Marcus Harris might go, which, um, you know, puts pressure on David Warner. You know, George Bailey was uh, interviewed after this um, announcement and, you know, he said Warner is at the mercy of the selectors. So, um, yeah, quite a few big announcements. Yeah, going to be interesting. And, of course, you mentioned the Big Bash League a couple of minutes ago. Of course, the first shortened season coming up a little later on this year as well and later on in our summer. So that's going to be an interesting one to watch. Uh, Staying with 2020 cricket, a lot of Australians at the moment featuring in the IPL. Yes, indeed. So... Uh, the IPL is um, up and running, and there's about 14 Australian players in total over there. Quite interestingly, two nights ago, the Mumbai Indians had four Australian players in their 11. Mm. Uh, Tim David, Cameron Green, Jason Berendorf, and Riley Meredith all played. Um, so th- that's that's quite good. Uh, David Warner's captaining the Delhi Capitals. He's made three half-centuries in four innings, but... He's been batting pretty slowly, so there's some question marks whether he's been aggressive enough in the IPL. Mm. Uh, and that's Ricky Ponting's team, the Delhi Capitals, and they're really struggling. They've, they haven't won a game yet and uh, the bottom of the table. Um, other Australians over there, you know, there's a few um, sort of not getting picked, actually. There's quite a few on the sidelines, so the Australians aren't really um, getting a lot of action. But Glenn Maxwell made some really uh, dynamic runs for the Royal Challengers Bangalore a couple of nights ago. He made uh, 50 at a strike rate of over 200. It was in a loss. Um, but there's been some amazing cricket. Five sixes in the last over to win a game, Dan. Five sixes mm. they needed, and they did it. Incredible stuff. Then um, the night after, a bowler tried to do a man-cad <laughs> off the last ball and missed the stumps, and that would have won his team the game. So um, just an incredible, incredible stuff over there and it's you know, interesting to see how the Australians are doing. It's fu- it's a funny one, the IPL, isn't it, Menas? When it first launched, uh, it was quite, uh, I mean, it's still popular, obviously, uh, overseas and it still has a lot of interest here. But when it took off, uh, when it was launched, it was huge here. Uh, when, well, when, that was 15-odd years ago, maybe it was a while ago now, but it was at massive popularity in Australia. Yeah, and look, when it did start, um, I guess there was a bit more Australian involvement. A lot of our ageing veterans, Gilly and Matt Hayden and all that, were playing over there. So um, there was a real lure. 
I mean, I still think the viewing numbers are pretty good here and they do play early games on the weekend so you can watch them at sort of a decent time. Um, but not that many Australians involved. I mean, there's 10 teams in the IPL now and that's, if there's only 14 Australians across the whole competition, that's a little bit down in what it has been in the past and that's due to the fact that you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, great T20 players who play in smaller nations now who are available for the whole tournament and don't have any sort of competing interest from international duties. Now, just before we let you go, an interesting one surrounding the future of international cricket. Yeah, really interesting. So Dan Bredig from The uh, Age wrote an interesting article that cricket's moving to a situation where players might be contracted for their clubs and then be released to play international cricket. So similar to a model you see, say, international soccer or uh, football where, uh, say, a Tim David might get contracted to the Mumbai Indians all year round and plays in Australia and South Africa and wherever, wherever else they own a team. Yeah. And then if Australia's playing in a T20 game, then they're just released from club duties to go and play. So that is a significant shift and that's due to the fact that international cricket is being sort of um, eroded, not for Australia, England and India, but for the associate nations, there's not as much international cricket as there was. So there is the opportunity now for these Indian clubs to contract players all year round. Um, So that's something to watch. You know, that's one of the reasons why that MOU announcement was so significant, that Australia did need to pump money into their domestic T20 competitions to keep pace. Yeah, Menas, that is an interesting one. It'll be interesting to see how that unfolds over the coming months and years and whether that actually does come into place. As you said, that's a really interesting one to watch. Any well, thought? Sorry, go on. Well, just, for, you know, you're looking at numbers-wise, you know, say on the contracts, you know, the top Australian players get around a million, 1.5 million a year. There's talk that uh, some of these Indian clubs could offer players up to $5 million a year to contract mm. them. So, you know, that's significant financial competition. All right. Yeah, any thoughts on that? 0457 736 736 is our text number. Now, I'm sure your podcast is still going strong with Paul and Jaleesa. That's right. Um, we are doing weekly shows, chatting about the IPL and keeping pace with all the cricket news. So search Cricket Unfiltered on your favourite podcast app. Perfect. Amanda, it's great stuff. We'll chat again in the next few weeks and are only a couple of months away from the cricket really heating up. Thanks, mate. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, Dan. Andrew Mensel, Menas from the Cricket Unfiltered podcast, talking all things cricket on Tradies News in a Nutshell. Uh, a text on the back of our chat with Menas from Mark saying, is Dave Warner deliberately just scoring at a tempo that he wants to play the Ashes to get scores on the board instead of a 20-20 scoring rate? I did think that when I was talking to Menas. We were just running out of time. Interesting one. A gather round of the AFL begins uh, tonight. Uh, Adelaide taking on Carlton. The Swans are in action tomorrow uh, night at 8.10, so we'll get through that. Uh, tomorrow, all the AFL week uh, four of the AFL, week five of the AFL at Gather Round. Six games being played at Adelaide Oval and a few elsewhere. Uh, some text to finish things off uh, on the text line. It's all Dolphins. The Chook Man says, hi, Dan. Uh, Dolphins to grind out another win tonight by two points. Uh, this one from Gary. Daniel, Dolphins by 12. Latrell Mitchell to be sent off. Uh, well, I'm not sure about that, but we'll wait and see. Uh, also, this one, uh, Dolphins 24, Souths 18. That from Troy Penrith. Uh, Rhino says uh, Dolphins 30, 
22 over uh, South Sydney. And Jason finished things, finishes things off saying, I think Melbourne Storm should get Anthony Griffin as the new coach after Craig Bellamy or senior uh, head of Pathways. Interesting text, Jason. Coming up on breakfast uh, for our Queensland uh, listers, huge show coming up with Pat and Heels. Really looking forward to this one. Kevin Walters, Chad Townsend and Mark Bostage uh, as part of the show. Uh, for listeners through SEN 1170am in Sydney with Jimmy and Brandy. We'll be joined by my, uh, Michael Carrion for the latest rugby league headlines. And Wally from Fox League will crunch all the numbers ahead of this weekend of the NRL. I'll catch you tomorrow from 5am.